the Vince Vaughnathon. I'm Taylor. And I'm Patrick. And I have a question for you, Taylor. All right, starting it off with a question. When you make a sandwich, okay, any kind of sandwich that involves uh, a spread of some sort, some mayo on your turkey sandwich, some peanut butter on your PB, whatever, you, use, you spread it, use a knife. Okay. <laughs> Do you lick the knife? Before you stop using the knife? Uh, it depends what's on the knife. I'm not going to lick mayonnaise off the knife, but I will okay. lick peanut butter off the knife. Will you lick mustard off the knife? Uh, if I'm really feeling it, but probably not. What about blood after you just killed someone? <laughs> I was wondering where this was going. Just like Vince does in the movie of the week. Clay Pigeons from 1998. Okay, okay. A little bit of a different opener for us. I can dig it. I can dig it. I think I'm going to start asking you questions. Okay, I like to be asked questions. So that, <laughs> then okay. <laughs> this works. I like any, long any walks on the beach. Yeah, any like, opportunity for me to talk about I myself. I like to be asked questions. I do. I'm an only child, so yeah, anything that's about me, I'm down for. <laughs> of course, of course. Um, did you know, actually, I'm going to give you one fun fact before we even get to the IMDb Ooh, trivia. okay, we're really switching it up today. The The title of this film in Italian translates to The Taste of Blood. That's what, oh. that's what the, had me, I think that's a better title. I do too. I also think that it hints towards a genre that works better for this film than the ones that they're marketing. Well, The Taste of Blood sounds like a horror movie. It does. and Which I get. When, okay, so so segue actually into this point. Um, I have a fun fact for you. A fun fact that you know, but maybe our viewers do not. It was Vince Vaughn's birthday it was, this week. It was Vince March twenty eighth. The king himself turned yes. fifty two years what, old. What a week for him to have his birthday, and we could talk a little bit about that because this movie. Well, we'll get to the movie, but. In my kind of, I, I will say something that's been so wonderful about, um, you know, we, we're, we're small, obviously. We are so grateful for those of you who listen and those of you who engage on social media. But Vince Vaughn's birthday was a big day for me as our kind of yeah. self-promoted uh, social Christmas. media manager. Because I got to connect with so many people. Hopefully some people joined the, you know, podcast today because they, I replied to their comment or I got a chance to chat with them. But I'm so happy that Vince's birthday came early on in this kind of project because I loved talking to people through comments or messenger about Vince's movies. And I will say, a lot of Clay Pigeons fans out there. Wow. But every single Clay <laughs> Pigeons fan I noticed uh -huh. used it in the same sentence as horror. Yeah. And well, it's not right. billed as that. Well, okay, before we get to Clay Pigeons, you know, to, to your point about um, Vince's birthday on social media, um, it was interesting because I was uh, doing the Twitter thing. And, you know, on Twitter, you get the four the four pictures. Yes. You know, and um, I noticed there's a lot of the same four movies. Yeah. It was Swingers. It was Wedding Crashers. Yeah. It was Freaky. It was yeah. Cell Block and, mm -hmm. or Cell Block 99 or whatever. I, I saw a lot of Psycho. I saw a lot of Psycho. Uh, some Psychos. But really, a, a pool of like eight or nine movies. Yeah. And um, I kind of thought to myself, this... It's not why we're doing this. That would be a... But, like, everybody's got B-sides. Yeah. And, and we're in a and very... And not all of them get explored. We're in a very B-side heavy area of Vince's um, yes. filmography. And for better or for worse, I feel like Return to Paradise 
hidden gem where people should know about. Yes. Clay pigeons. Uh, uh, people seem to like it. Yeah. I am missing something here. Yeah. Um, we'll go ahead and jump right into clay pigeons. So clay pigeons. Good luck with the I, most I, fucking yeah. convoluted. Plot. Yeah, I, I actually kind we, of we don't said know. This half of the last episode. Just explaining the plot of Return to Paradise, and it wasn't even complicated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, even though, like, but that movie just has so much to it that it feels like we couldn't skip out on anything. Just the TLDR of this, I suppose, is, like, Joaquin Phoenix. Once again. Once again. And, and this time, you know, in, in, in Return to Paradise, we said that, you know, Joaquin didn't have a lot of screen time. But that screen time, boy oh boy, he made up for it. He he's not really doing the Joaquin thing. He's not, which I honestly kind of liked. It was. It was I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I sorry, I'm just, sorry. Okay, you're a Joker apologist. <laughs> oh, no. I'm just saying. I think I think you kind of like Joker apologist. Okay, no, I actually do like the Joker, but um, I'm just saying like you definitely are like broy about your method actors. Okay, I think, a little no, bit. no, 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 no. In fact, I would I would push back on that and say I think that most of the the time it's hokey and unnecessary i think that there are a handful of people that have a handful of performances that pull it off and i think joaquin is one of those people okay i respect that maybe we just watch more joaquin movies than any other method actor so that's why i think that but yeah um yeah marlon brando was more successful in some films than others yeah. you know what i mean i think it, it it has its time and its place sometimes you just it doesn't because of the film or because of the project, whatever, you're not going over the top. And so yeah. that work is more internal. Yeah. And so if Joaquin was doing that thing here, we didn't really see it very much. Yeah, I will say, to me, you know, I feel like we... Vince Vaughn is a really special actor. And we talk about that every single episode for many reasons. You know, we can always see him working. He's always dedicated to trying new things. And he's, he's going for it here. But I almost... <laughs> I feel like I, I'm going to push back on that a little bit okay. and say, I kind of feel like people just kind of showed up to this gig. No, 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 no. Lester the Mole. Okay, like, I yes, mean, yes. Like... His accent, like, sure. But I, his, <laughs> his accent. Okay, yes, yeah, okay. he's doing an accent. Yes, he is doing a very thick accent um, that I don't know works for him. My name's Lester. The Mole. <laughs> Lester. Which, if you watch Clay Pigeons, just watch to that point, and then you, you've got the rest <laughs> of the movie. movie. You got the movie. Um, but I feel, honestly, I do feel like beyond the accent a little bit, uh-huh. I, I don't know. I feel like uh, maybe they were, because 1998's a big year for him. He does eight movies. Eight movies? Oh, eight. Four, four, four. four. <laughs> I, know, so I think 1998. Ooh, like I'm a, sorry. 1998 was a big year for him. Bruce he did Willis four and movies. Fox or something. No. Yeah, Megan Fox recently. Yes. Um, he did four movies that year. So I don't know, but I do feel like in the movies that we've seen him in recently, I don't know. It kind of seemed like I, I don't know that I saw those gears turning, those objectives happening as much as I've seen in other movies. Not in a bad you way. Mean in this movie version. Yes, and yes. Like in Return to Paradise, we talked a lot about just kind of like motivations, tactics, changing of the tactics. Movie though, like well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Nothing to do. But I'm yeah. I'm like I I get that. And I also think maybe let's not even put this on the movie because I know we have our personal feelings about the movie that we'll get to in a second. But I feel like everyone kind of had that energy, so it didn't like yeah. it didn't stand out. If I was not watching this movie in tandem with other Vince Vaughn movies, that would not stand out to me. Uh-huh. It's just the fact that we are like analyzing him so much. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like I don't feel like Joaquin us, or Vince or yeah. anyone in this movie is particularly doing any like 
revolutionary acting. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing in terms of this movie. I'm just saying it is very different, very different from Return to Paradise, which we just watched, you know? Like, Joaquin is literally doing the acting of his career, right. like a young career. We never... Uh... And, um... Never actually, this time we skipped the plot entirely. Yes. So folks are going to have no idea what we're talking about. Yes. So Joaquin, he lives in this small town, um, and he's just kind of like an asshole. Like he, yeah, I don't really, he works at a, at a car shop. and She's on his wife. Yeah. No, not his wife. He, he actually, oh, she, right, right. he's she's single a, and ready to mingle, I guess. And yeah, he mingles he with has, everyone. He mingles with everyone, including his buddy. I don't think best friend, his buddy's right, wife. And his, you know, the opening of the movie is his buddy just going like, "You're cheating on my wife. You've completely emasculated me." Yeah, I was hooked. Yeah, I was really into it the first, you know, I was into it the first while. I think you kind of clocked out before me, but um, basically, his friend and and, and that I'll let you finish. um, His friend says, you know, like, "You've ruined my life. It's we're not getting anywhere from here." And he tries to stage um, his own. Suicide to make it look like Joaquin killed him. Yeah, to make it look like a murder. And, and Joaquin does it pretty well. But then Joaquin continues to get wrapped up with more dead bodies. Yeah. And more dead bodies. And hiding and dead he, bodies. And he becomes farther and farther removed from the act himself. Yeah. Like, he is, like, very... He's in, incredibly... He's at the first one. He's very adjacent to the next one. Yeah. And then it starts... He's just suspicious because he's had these interactions yeah. with the police lately. But you start to realize that someone else is well, behind. Yeah, Lester the molester has come to town. He he walks into town. He does. He's, he's got, got his accent on. He's got on a ten and, gallon hat. Yeah, he's got yeah. a ten gallon hat, and yeah. he's he's ready to party. And, and he he likes to kill people. He's a drifter again. He's, he's, <laughs> he's a truck driver, but basically a drifter. Yeah. He likes to kill people. He likes to kill people, women. And that is women. his only thing that he does. Yeah. And Other Joaquin. Than and kind of gets tied up in that because of the his relationships to the other people who have died. Yeah. And also, you know, Lester has really... It's a hell of a coincidence. <laughs> yeah. Lester has, like, really kind of... I think it's clear by the end of the movie that, like, their friendship was intentional on Lester's end. And that, like, he clearly wanted him. I think my... The way, the way I took it is, like, Lester had an idea that, like... Joaquin had been talking to the police kind of a lot due to these things. He had heard things in the town that he just moved just, to. Just because you kill one person, all of a sudden yeah. they think you kill everybody. <laughs> but, you know, he so he befriends Joaquin, and it, it very clearly becomes a thing where, like, Lester knows that it would be easy for them to just instantly think any of these murders happening in the town were Joaquin, because he's already yeah, kind of being watched under a watchful eye. good luck for Vince. Yeah, very good luck for Vince. Um, although he's been successful... God, numerous times before then, so I don't know that he really needed luck. I guess he's just skillful and there's a lack of technology. Maybe he kind of knows, like, who to... Yeah. How to attach himself to I think they're like in, that. like, Billings or near Billings, Montana? I don't I know. I think that's what they said in the movie. But, yeah, anyways. So, basically, you know, you have kind of, like, Joaquin and Vince, and they have relationships with certain women in the town. It is revealed that Vince is a serial killer, and he's done this to many other women, but because of, you know, Joaquin's uh, connection to other murders in the town, it's very hard to defend himself, um, because he's also hiding things. Not out of, I'm actually a murderer hiding things, but just because he's kind of ashamed of himself. I think he knows he's kind of a loser, and he's kind of, you know, fucked his life up a little bit, and he doesn't particularly want to share those details, but it's looking awful suspicious to the police. So, we said that this is not a horror movie. 
and it's not. It's not a horror movie. Um, however, you, you also said that I, I checked out a little earlier than you did. Yeah. And that is for uh, one very big reason, is I knew going into this movie that it was a comedy. Yes. And you did not know that. Yes. And so <laughs> after about 15, 20 minutes, I was like, oh, it's never going to be funny. Yeah. I'm never going to, I'm never going to find it. Like some people do, but that's cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you like this movie. But, but that, I'm going to push but back on that. It's like, I, these, like I said, these clay pigeons fans out there, which if Good you're one them. of them, more power to you. These clay pigeons fans always bill this as a horror. I think you are one of the few people that actually took the time to check the genres on this. Because when this movie ended, and Patrick can can confirm this, he said, wow, that wasn't very funny for a comedy. And you went, wait, what? And I said, wait, it's, <laughs> it's a, comedy? a comedy? I thought it was just like a drama. No, Everyone else even... says it's horror, people say, you know, but like, right. I think as a drama, as a, as a drama thriller-ish. I think it's fine. Like, I don't think it was bad. That's, I think, a a reason that I was clocked in most of the movie. But, yeah, if you are going into this wanting to laugh and wanting to giggle, not going to be the movie for you unless you just kind of have a peculiar sense of humor. Obviously, it's not, not, you know, super laugh out loud. It's it's not slapstick or anything. What they're trying to do is uh, the Coen Brothers thing. And they're trying to do this thing where they put a bunch of wacky... Eccentric. We've done this like ten times now already, where we've like been like, "Oh, this movie's trying to do Pulp Fiction." But this one is. Uh, uh, this is probably the clearest connection of anyone we've made so far. Yes. This one is so clearly trying to be Cohen, and many people said sometimes this is not a revolutionary take. Uh, they're trying to put a bunch of wacky characters in the middle of nowhere, and they all die, and they all point the fingers at each other, and they do. I mean. The Cumberbatch has made ten of these movies, yeah, and those guys are the most peculiar. <laughs> they they have such a a perfectly crafted brand of black comedy, yeah, that is uh, impossible to do other. And even they sometimes, yeah. can't even fully get it there. Yeah, you know, there are movies that I, I think I enjoy some of their B sides more than most people. Uh, movies like The Lady Killers come to mind, Burn After Reading. These are movies that people generally think aren't very good. The general consensus is even the Coens can't do the Cohen thing up to 100% all yeah. the time. And so if if you're not if your name is not Joel or Ethan, it is damn near impossible to do that thing. Yeah. And, and I think that's the thing here. It's like there are many times where I'm supposed to go, oh, I, I, I get it. And I just didn't do that once. I didn't do that yeah. one time. Yeah, I, I, you know, I will say, like, although I was definitely into the movie, you know, pretty decently, I feel like if those two guys had not been at the center of it, I totally would have been clocked out. Because right. they're kind of like, Joaquin's kind of eccentricities, eccentricities? Eccentricities. Eccentricities, thank you. Uh, Joaquin's eccentricities and Vince's kind of charisma are, like, a really great, you know, pairing, yeah. and I feel like they kept me interested in, like... Even though they are not like acting their ass off like in other movies, I was still like into what they were doing, and like I appreciated the fact that they were there and they were doing their thing. Um, but yeah, I just I, I will say I am not well versed in the Coen Brothers. I've seen Fargo, and that is it. I I'm not one to speak on. Arguably it. their best one. Yes, and you know, but I'm not one to speak on this. But yeah, it's, you also it's, weren't even crazy. About I was Fargo. not. It's definitely not my thing. You know, like I I appreciate it. Yeah. I would not seek it out. This felt like, you know, like... And I know... Yeah, and I will say, like... Yeah. And, you know, 
we we say in almost every episode, like Patrick said, oh, this is a rip of this, or this is very heavily inspired by this, or, you know, whatever. And I promise that we're going to get to a point in this podcast where we're not saying this. Well, but I think it's a very important thing to mention because at the end of the day, we're trying to talk about kind of like the movie history surrounding these these eras is like people were just kind of taking and grabbing and stitching and doing whatever during this time. Like... You you don't find just like rips really anymore, or at least less. I mean, I guess maybe you do a little bit, but a, a lot less. Like at this time, I think guys, bros, film bros, <laughs> were just kind of getting together and making these yeah. movies inspired by whatever. It's and just important to he just happened is, to be in so many of them. This is like the fourth time we've seen a movie from a first time director. Yes. Yeah. And I. You know, and that says something about Vince's early career. Yeah, you know, that's what you do. He's an early career actor. He was you trying to get booked. Exactly. Some early movies aren't going to be as good, and I feel like you know, even if we get to some of the movies in the 2010s that we're not crazy about, there's at least going to be like a minimum level of um, production value. Yeah. You know, and um, this, I just, just in general, it also probably didn't help that we watched this. On a shitty old blockbuster VHS. <laughs> yeah, if you don't know, Patrick is uh, an avid collector of yes. like physical media. So, yes. um, and not I've, that anyone asked, but we have a VHS player, we have a laser disc player, yes. and we do like to bust them out whenever we can. So yeah. we watch this on VHS, and ooh, I'm a snob. I'm yeah. a snob. I like my 4K. You are. You are getting and, about it. And um, I like could have never told you the difference until. Um, Patrick bought all these gadgets and gizmos and built these collections, and now I'm like, if it ain't 4K, I don't want it. <laughs> well, good luck with it. Got, <laughs> like two of them for the rest of this journey. You know, like I'm trying to be cost prohibitive. You know, we're gonna watch um, 57 movies, and um, we've been playing this for a year, so I've kind of just as I stumbled upon things, I picked it up regardless of what format it is, and I'm sure I saw this VHS for 25 cents at a Goodwill or whatever, and then um, you know picked it up and, and that was it but yeah. this is one of those that like um it, it felt a little more authentic I yeah. suppose but um, how it was intended but yeah it uh it could have benefited from being prettier to look at yeah <laughs> I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm not trying to show this movie you know what no and you, I will you, say you like, like Clay Pigeon's good for you I listened to the, the song Clay Pigeon's by Michael Sarah today I know you like that song yes I'm obsessed with I that wanted song. to this I is... felt like I had to listen to it before we talked about this yeah movie. this is gonna be my official plug um I, this is just a totally separate note they just happen to have the same names I first of all I'm in I'm deeply in love with Michael Sarah um with just this whole separate thing just love him Juno is like my my childhood tween favorite movie ever probably still my favorite movie now because of that nostalgia and so anyways I love Michael Sarah and he has this song many of you probably did not know that he even has a Spotify page let alone writes music but he did very briefly and he has a song called Clay Pigeons and that song is a bop, not like a bop your head bop, like but it's an in your feet, like an in your feels bop. Like yeah. I love yeah. that song. I cannot recommend it enough. If you take anything away from this episode, please yes. let it be to listen to Clay Pigeons by Michael Sarah. I would, because that I would argue that that is the superior of I the two Clay Pigeons. I would listen to Clay Pigeons for two hours in a row before <laughs> I would watch Clay. Pigeons. I would do that voluntarily. <laughs> I do that on my way to work. <laughs> It's like it's like Clay Pigeons and Fade Into You by Mazzy Star just on like a constant loop when I just want to fall into existential dread. Very few people will get that reference, but if you know, you know, and I'm sorry for you. 
I feel the same way about this movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you know, whatever. Like, we're, we're not here to shit on shitty 90s movies. No. Movies, whatever. I didn't like it. People like it. Good for them. I'm glad they like it. I don't get it. I didn't find it funny. It's a me thing. The general, you know, people generally like this movie. Cool. Whatever. We're going to move on. You know, yeah. like... I, I had a feeling that this was going to happen, that there were just going to be some along, especially very early on, and I sort of predicted this after Just Your Luck. I was like, oh, no, like, yeah. I'm reading some. I'm trying to, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm trying to avoid too much information too far ahead of time because I'm trying to, you know, sort of live this journey as we go through it, right? But, you know, I'm looking at some of the plot synopsis, and I'm, and I'm going, like, oh, I'm not going to like this. I'm not, I, I can just tell. Yeah. Trying to keep an open mind. We're doing it for this project. I'm, I'm watching our boy, but sometimes I'm like, I think there's going to be a bit of a dry spell. And 1998 has kind of felt like that dry spell so far. You know, Return to Paradise, a hidden gem, a cool dry place is our next episode. You'll hear it next week. We'll see how that goes. But then after that, I'm getting really excited because we're doing Psycho and, and I'm excited to see that. And then we kind of start rocking and rolling a little bit. Um, and that'll be. That'll be fun, but we kind of just had to get through the sort of 90s indie wave, um, and I'm glad that we're about to come out the other side. Yeah, and I, I do want to say, like, you know, to everyone listening, you have to take what we have to say with a grain of salt to the extent of, like, you know, we are watching these movies back-to-back from a yeah. very analytical lens. So our kind of, um, what's the word, our... Ability, oh my gosh. Um, our, oh my gosh, our like ability to to stick with the mm. momentum. What am I don't know? Our ability to stick with the momentum. You know, it gets harder and harder. Yeah. You know, it gets harder and harder. Return like, to Paradise gave me a jolt. Yeah, exactly. And it is probably back down. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and and uh, and just your luck. I think that was like ten steps back that for was me. Really that was back. ten we steps back for me. Yeah, and so you know, if you watch these movies just on a casual night and you are not taking right. it, you know, in the same, you know, lens as we are. why people like... Yeah, like, I think it would be totally different. But if you are like us and you are watching these, you know, in tandem or you're following along with this podcast, you might be feeling similarly. You might be feeling like, whew, okay. Why we, are we doing this? Why are we doing this? Please, <laughs> like, oh, I just want to hear them make haha jokes about wedding crashers. That's yeah. why I'm following along. Um, but... Yeah, it's we're we don't have yeah we don't we don't uh you know we're, we're we feel stuck too um and I would say feel stuck I just like it, it's been it's been very bumpy early on yes. and we're gonna bumpy you know, is a better way not we're, stuck we're gonna you know we're gonna find a rhythm more later um and I, I I'm very excited for Psycho and this is I've never seen the Psycho remake but the original Psycho is. Probably one of my favorite movies of all time. I, you know, I think it's, I think it's a masterpiece. And you've never seen the original Psycho. No, I haven't. I, I, I am not. We're, we're know, not going to talk too much about Psycho. Do but. you know the conceit? Like the sort of, it's not a twist, but like, do you know the spoilers of Psycho, or do you just know nothing? I know the shower scene. Okay, that's awesome. I'm so yeah. excited to watch. I know this the movie. shower scene. I assume he's like a serial killer, or at least a very intense killer, but because he's. The he's always um, he's always brooding in the pictures. Yeah, um, is this? Gosh, I can't wait. It's I think awesome. that I am completely mixing this up with another movie. Okay, is this at all related to One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? Not even a little bit. What am I thinking of? I have no idea. I think I'm thinking of that like Netflix show or whatever that came out. That was like in a mental hospital. I don't know. 
It's like a ratchet. Oh, ra- oh, oh, we never watched oh, that. Yeah. I think in somehow in my head that is that is well, so okay for some Nothing reason. To do with that. Yeah, for some reason, like Psycho Mental Hospital, like in my brain, that just kind of got mixed up a little bit. But yeah, I wasn't sure if Psycho was like. I knew that like obviously he was in a remake and there was an original. I didn't know if it was like inspired by anything. Yeah, no. I don't want to talk too much about Psycho because we're we're gonna I get do, there. But I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like, I am not well, a horror I'm, gal. So I know very little about. Sometimes you know, it's hard. Sometimes it's hard for us to hit play on some of these movies because it's like, okay, like this is a real gamble. Yeah. And sometimes it pays off. I think it paid off last week. Uh, I had the same expectations of Return to Paradise that I had to play Pigeons. Yeah. Return to Paradise worked out really well. Play Pigeons, I don't think so. It, we're you know we're playing Russian roulette every time we hit play. At least in this early period, I'm like so excited for because it's not going to be like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I already know. Just a cool, dry place, which I, I am optimistic. A cool, dry place. I, I, like I feel very heard, Russian roulette about that one as well. I feel like I've heard more about a cool, dry place. Like, um, maybe that's just in, like, preparing for this. But for some reason, I feel like I have some sort of, like, not connection to the movie, but I feel like I've heard of it before. I feel like I have some sort of familiarity with it. Maybe I'm mis- mix- mixing it up with someone else. Something else that's totally possible. Um, Clay Pigeons is one that I just, like, straight up never heard of. I mean, same with Return to Paradise and a lot of these other B-sides, but Clay Pigeons I absolutely never heard of. So I was so surprised when, you know, in all of these, like, happy birthday Vince, um, you know, birthday posts, people would be like, what's your favorite Vince Vaughn movie? And just so many people said Clay Pigeons. Or, you know, one, like, one question was a lot more specific, and they were like, do you want to see Vince Vaughn in more horror movies? He was great in Freaky and... Um, Psycho. And then one of the comments was like, oh, you're missing Clay Pigeons. Excuse me. I think Clay Pigeons is his greatest horror movie. It's a not horror movie. Yeah. So, I don't know. Wow. That's very interesting. Yeah. And, you know, I... I... I didn't... Like I said, I kind of... I don't want to say I really liked this movie, but I didn't mind the movie. Like, I was pretty into it. I would say up until, like, the last 20 minutes where I just kind of got bored because it was kind of going nowhere... Um, I, I was really kind of into it. Like, I was into the you ever performances. You seen the movie Logan I was into Lucky? The chemistry. No. This is like, I feel like, uh, Logan Lucky's the better version of this movie. Okay. I think that movie's great. I thought Logan Lucky was the one about war. No, this has nothing to do with Vince. No, Logan I know. Lucky. It's, uh, Daniel Craig, Channing Tatum, Adam Driver. They're rednecks and they, uh, uh rob a NASCAR race. It's not the, it's not the Boston bombing one? Stronger? <laughs> I don't know. Patriots Day? Those are the two bosses. Okay, okay. Movies. Logan Lucky. Like, I, I don't know. What? <laughs> what? You can see how like they Logan mix up. Airport? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Right. Um, no, I have not seen Taylor's that. learned a lot through this project I am. as well. I will know. say, like, if this has not been, you know, prefaced before, I will preface it now. Um, Patrick is really the movie guy. Like, he has been, not that I'm not a movie Taylor's person. Taylor's the Vince gal. I'm the Vince Gal, Patrick's movie guy. Like, Patrick has loved and, and you know, cared for movies for so long. I, I have never been a movie person. Or I'm Not that I am not now, but growing up, I was never... Historically, I'm, I'm not a movie person. I am a TV show gal. I am a... These are my ten favorite movies, and I just watch them on repeat gal. Very much creature of habit. And, you know, I think it's... You know, I, I moved in with Patrick officially uh, for quarantine back in 2020, and... 
back then I could have never imagined that I would be sitting here and having a podcast and I feel like I've learned so much about movies in like that short two-year period um and I'm learning more every day I I am definitely still like a novice in this world yeah I'm really excited to see it too um and you know I'm definitely still a novice in this world so if it ever sounds like I am one it's because I am one um Patrick is kind of the the pro here. He is a like an encyclopedia for films. Also, and I I learn things every day. Also, want to make it clear that I'm showing Taylor the original Psycho. Yes. Before we watch the remake, I yes. feel like that's very crucial here. Okay. Um, also, that's two movies from now. We have a cool yes. dry place in the meantime. We have Psycho, um, and uh, and I don't just on my mind. Uh, we've I feel like Psycho was one of like it was like okay get two swingers, okay. Get to Psycho. Like, I feel like I have some yeah. of these milestones, and I'm just really excited about this one. So, sorry if I... So, anything to say about Clay Pigeons. I didn't like it. You know, I was shopping the um, Kino Lorber sale, mm-hmm. um, and um, Clay Pigeons was on there. Mm. And I was like, thank God I already watched this, because I would have bought it. Yeah. <laughs> because it's on sale. I would have bought it for this if it had been a 2004 yeah. movie we hadn't gotten to yet. And yeah. I was like, yep, skip my VHS. We'll do just fine. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I you know like I said I, I kind of like the movie. It, it didn't did not uh, do anything particularly for me, but it didn't turn me off. I didn't mind it. I think you know if you want something just kind of casual to watch, I definitely say go for it. I would not say steer away from it, um, like I did with um, uh, I can't even remember the name now. The Locust. The Locust. Um, but you know it's definitely. If you go into it, and like I said, these Coen Brothers connections are not revolutionary. Like Patrick said, a lot of people have made these connections. If you are going into it expecting Fargo and like the top tier of Coen Brothers movies, probably not going to be the movie for you. But if you're going into it looking at a first-time director, looking at a very handsome Vince, looking at (laughs) a Joaquin doing something different from what Joaquin usually does, and they're really great chemistry together, then I'd say go for it. Uh, my name said. is Patrick. You can find me at Patrick J. Regal on Letterboxd, Twitter, Instagram, anywhere you find people online. I do a lot of writing. I write about movies. I write about sports. And I host the Vince Vaughn if you've ever heard of it. He is a very multifaceted guy. Thanks. Guys. Um, mine are always a little bit more complicated, so buckle up. It's not going to be quite as long as the paragraphs. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um. No, the time is past. Okay, I am at, I'm sorry, I am at Taylor Lee Malone on Instagram, that is T-A-Y-L-O-R-L-E-I-G-H-M-A-L-O-N-E, and I am at Mailer Chalone, which is switching the first and last letters. You say that, it's, say like, it's not the first and last, it's just the first letter of both. Yes, thank you. Gosh. I'm sorry, I'm illiterate. You think you would be better at this yeah. by now. yeah. I teach kindergarten, if you didn't know, yeah. and I still get confused. Anyways, switch the first. Yeah, we got Mailer yes. to Loan. Mailer to Loan. At Mailer to Loan on Twitter. I try to be funny on there. And on Letterboxd, I am at Taylor Malone. So really just any variation of Taylor Malone, <laughs> try it, and you might get somewhere. Yeah. Uh, we are uh, the Vince Vonathon. That is at Vonathon on Twitter. That's Vince Vonathon without the Vince. And it is uh, the Vince Vonathon on. Not the Vince. Oh, excuse me, it is at Vince Vonathon at on Instagram. Yeah. At uh, Vince Vonathon. Please, if you like us, uh, rate us five stars anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Um, write us a nice review. Um, please uh, don't say anything about um, what we just did. And um, we will see you guys next week for a cool, dry place. See you then. <laughs>